With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by... No one. Lando, the gap to Hamilton was 4.8. 4.8. I think that's a podium, mate. I think that's a podium. Yes! Well, I don't know, I don't want to celebrate too much yet, but... Oh, I'm so out of breath. Oh, yes, boys! <laughs> Are those tears, mate? No, definitely not! Tears of joy, come on. You know, Jose, yeah, man. you're obviously the key to it all. Vamos! Vamos! Well done, mate. Oh, Top, man. Job. Top job. Awesome job, boys. Okay, stay I'm so on happy. the track, stay on the track. <laughs> GG boys. Thanks for the hard work. Let's keep it going. It's gonna be tough, but yeah, proud of you all. Thank you so much. Proud of you. On the show today, we welcome Portugal back on the F1 calendar. Wada's investigation into Haas Livery Williams. Livery discussion. What a disaster that was. We celebrate International Women's Day. Speak some fantasy F1 and bring you the stat of the week as well as much, much more. But first we need to introduce a man. A man responsible for the female orgasm. A man that could impregnate the Statue of Liberty. A man that sends a shiver down my spine and a tingle to my penis. That man is the one and only David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Cody, 
back again with the Parking In My Fermé show where we talk all things Formula One. There's my Fermé. You know what to do, park it in there like it's hot. But we are here to talk some F1 and what a huge few days it has been in the world of motorsport. On the show today we'll talk about why the W Series is setting women's rights back rather than helping them. Portomayo is back baby and the world is rejoicing. Wada, wada, wada. Not happy with the Haas livery along with everyone else that is. The Williams livery shit show that was the app. And we talked some fantasy F1 and I bring you that stat of the week plus much, much more. And if, and if you happen to miss an episode or two, look, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. But you can head over to parkinginmyfermate.com to see every episode ever made. All of them. There's millions. Or maybe this is the 18th. But it doesn't matter. Or you can look at the device you're looking at right now. Have a look down. You got your phone there? Pick it up. Tablet? Pick it up. Car? Pick it up. And uh, have a look there. See that little subscribe and follow button? Gently caress it. Gently caress it. Just tickle a little bit. Not too hard. Not too hard. Just press it. And if you want to reach out, don't be shy. I don't bite. I might nibble just a little bit, but you won't feel a thing. Head over to the socials. I'm on the Instagram. At Park It In My Fair May. I'm on the Facebook. At Park It In My Fair May. And I'm on the Twitter. <laughs> you guessed it. At Park It In My Fair May. So follow. Like. And all that razzmatazz. And a little bit of jazz. Slide into the DMs like you're Max Verstappen. And I'm Kelly PK. And I'll sit back. Robe open. Bottle of vino in hand. Candles lit. Marvin Gaye playing. Waiting. For you all to arrive. But that's enough jibber jabber. Let's dive right in with some news. News, 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 news. Cody, Formula One news. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news. It's the pimp news, pimp news. Didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. Now the Rona has disrupted the world of Formula 1 big time and last year it was a miracle that they could even get the season up and running. What was amazing was that with the compressed season we needed to send the cars and teams to racetracks we haven't raced at before and tracks tracks we haven't visited in years. And one of those success stories is getting another run this season with the calendar making a stop in Portugal for the Portuguese GP at the Portimao circuit. This will take place on the 2nd of May and be the third race of the season. And don't get me started on how annoying that is. With the first race coming at the end of March. Second race in the middle of April. Third race not until May. Oh, I miss those triple headers. Give me those triple headers again. This is amazing news, however. And I hope with another successful visit to the circuit, we can get the venue to be a permanent fixture on the calendar moving forward. Although... Chinese Grand Prix is always interesting. It's just, they just cock it up over there. But, Portomeo, you proved to be very good last year. No pressure, but you'll be right. In other news, Haas has been naughty boys. They revealed delivery recently, and the colour scheme resembles the Russian flag. Now, if you don't understand why that's a big deal, 
Well, you can listen to the show last week. We discussed that in the last episode. So go back and have a listen, obviously, after this. But it looks like WADA seems to agree with us. See, the Court of Arbitration for Sport announced in December that Russian athletes were banned from competing at World Championship events for the next two years. Now, it's confirmed in February that this would be extended to the FIA because the FIA is a World Drivers' Championship. Now, Gutasteiner, my boy, and your boy too, has come out and said that the colours were chosen for the livery designed well before the wider decision to ban Russian athletes and flags in the sport. He doubled down and stated that it is the American team, not a Russian team, an American team, and that the American flag colours are the same as the Russian flag colours. It'll be interesting to see what WADA actually do and if they can ban the livery. I don't think they will. Um, I just think, you know, it is unfortunate. They know what they've done, Has there. They've wanted that Russian flag in there. That's where the money's come from. That's where Nikita Mazepin and Daddy uh, reside. And then they want to just pump all that Russian money right into it. But uh, we will see. It'll be interesting to see as well what flag and uh, decals are behind Mazepin, as well as Daniel Yeah, uh, if he does get a chance to race for Alpine this season and finally Williams have had a bit of a boo-boo in their livery reveal they were going to be launching their livery via their app and give fans an interactive experience as they reveal the 2021 car but someone data mined the app and was able to find the files deep within the program searching around sniffing them out that showed what the car was going to look like well before the big reveal now in terms of what the car looks like itself it does nothing for me it's not great it's, but it's not the worst probably about 5th or 6th best livery still better than the Haas and Alfa Romeo I'd probably go what did I say last week like the Alpine like the Aston Martin 1-2 um, nothing wrong with the Red Bull it does its thing um, Alfa Tauri I do like as well clean crisp colours um, but yeah I mean is it better than the Mercs one yeah, potentially, because they didn't put the Mercedes logo 55,000 times on the side of the car. But anyway, that's going to do it for the news today. <laughs> awesome, mate. Scenario 12. Scenario 12. Holy mac and cheese balls. That's another podium. <laughs> awesome, mate. Awesome. Happy International Women's Day, everyone out there. All the ladies, all the girls, all the women. Happy International Women's Day. I do mean that. In the past couple of days, we celebrated International Women's Day and the talks around the W Series were brought up once again. Now, I've spoken openly about this in the pre- in a previous episode. I think, well, episode like two or three, very early on. And I think it's great in women's sports Uh, Sorry, I think it's great in sports where women aren't allowed to compete that they get a chance to showcase their skills. See, in Australia here, we have the AFL, our local football league, and we have the AFLW for women. In the US, you've got the NBA and the WNBA. And it's fantastic, and I'm a huge advocate for it. The problem is when there are talks about women should be getting paid the same as men in these sports. Now, in general, I think that women need to get paid the same as men. 
if the jobs they do are exactly the same. If there are two bank managers at the same bank in two different branches, one is a man and one is a woman, then yes, they need to be paid the same. They do the exact same job and that makes sense. But the argument that WNBA players should be paid the same as NBA players is ridiculous. NBA players, it should be performance-based then. You know, you get paid based on not the performance you put out there, but the performance of you attracting an audience. NBA players make more money because they draw bigger crowds, more sponsors, and a TV audience. The amount of money NBA players make for the NBA is far greater than that the WNBA players make. If it were the other way around, I wouldn't argue that it is unfair. Because there have been instances where women are paid more than men because they perform better. Let's listen to Ronda Rousey when she discussed getting paid more than the male UFC fighters a few years ago. Ronda, Lauren down here from the Herald Sun again. Um, Just another quick one about Angela's question on equality just before. Um, We've got quite a large pay dispute happening with our Australian women's soccer team at the moment. Um, Is it frustrating for you as someone who's so prominent in your sport And we heard you say on the Ellen show the other day you are the richest fighter in UFC, that that sort of thing is still going on. I think that how much you get paid should have something to do with how much money you bring in. I'm the highest paid fighter, not because Dana and Lorenzo wanted to do something nice for the ladies. (laughs) They do it because I bring in the highest numbers. They do it because I make them the most money. And I think that the money that they make should be proportionate to the money that they bring in. But in all of these instances, women can't compete in the same sport as men. A WNBA player isn't playing in the NBA. A male UFC fighter isn't fighting a female UFC fighter. So this is where the problem comes in with the W Series. For those of you that are unaware, the W Series is a women's-only motorsport series that will have the sun, that will have some support races before the F1s this year. I don't know if that's been scrapped yet because of COVID, but it was announced late last year that women uh, W Series support races will happen before the F, uh, F1 races this year. But nowhere in the rules does it say that women can't compete in Formula One. In fact, over the years, many women have been a part of Formula One teams. And by creating a W Series, it separates and segregates men and women even more. And little girls around the world are going to aspire now to be in the W Series than they are to become Formula One drivers. When there isn't anything standing in their way. A little girl can grow up and become a Formula One world champion. They don't need to aspire to be a W Series driver when that is still on the table. And I'm sure if a little girl has a dad worth a few billion dollars, that they can get a spot on an F1 team for sure. I'm looking at you, Nikita. I don't know how you're doing it, you chesticle-grabbing son of a gun. But this brings up the problem now with International Women's Day. And all those other days as well, not just that one. It means that for one day out of the year, we celebrate women. That's one day... In 365 days, women get celebrated. And the other 364, we don't? See, we need to celebrate women and men every single day. We need to celebrate races 
and diversity every single day. The times we have one day for this type of person, one day for that sex, one day for that sexual orientation and further, it just further segregates them. Further highlights the separation, further acknowledges that they're not us. We're not all one human. We're all different. Yes, we need to have some awareness, but I want to see women celebrated every day. I want to see women strive to become F1 drivers and F1 world champions. I don't want the W series to succeed. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to the socials and let me know. Because now it is time for the stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Oh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Time to talk about pole positions. Ooh, yeah. Know a couple of ladies that like to ride this pole position, if you know what I'm saying. It's uh, it's my penis. Anyway, let's move on. Stat of the week. Most pole positions in the sport. It's not even close. Sir Lewis Hamilton with 98. Next best on that list, Michael Schumacher with 68. And Ayrton Senna with 65. But that stat is very, very boring to me. Who gives a shit about that one? How about we talk about the most unsuccessful pole sitter of all time? A person who has sat on pole... And now I'm not talking about Kelly PK. She is a different kind of pole sitter. But this person got a pole position and has never even finished on a podium so far. Because that man is Nico Hülkenberg. He got pole in 2010 Brazil, but has only managed to finish as high as fourth place. But also there are some great drivers to never achieve a pole position, but go on to dominate the sport. Bruce McLaren is the man that leads the rest with four wins, 11 second place, 12 thirds, and no pole position. Eddie Irvine has four wins, six seconds, and 16 thirds. Peter Collins and Johnny Herbert both getting three wins each as well. But no, no, no. That's not what we're here to talk about. I'm going to talk about my boy, Martin Brundle. My boy, your boy. We all love him. But he holds the record for most races without a win, pole position, or fastest lap. Now, if it weren't for bad luck, I don't think he would have any luck at all. Because that is your stat of the week. He's a stat man. Oh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey. Let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I'm feeling good tonight. Dim the lights. Get those candles lit. Change into something a little more comfortable. 
because it's time to talk about our fantasies. Mm, what's your fantasy? With the F1 season less than two weeks away as we are on the road. Bahrain International Circuit Grand Prix. We need to start looking at our fantasy teams for the upcoming season. That's right, we're back, baby. We've all been given $100 million to play with. Let's see what we can do. Now, straight off the bat, I want that consistency. you got to have it. I want to be earning points each and every race. I needed the man, I think, that will win the most races in 2021. It's a no-brainer. It will cost quite a bit, though. It's going to eat into a large chunk of that 100 mil. But I'm going to be spending a bit of cash on Sir Lewis Hamilton, dropping just over a third of my cash on the one driver, 33.5 million. It really is a case of putting all my eggs into one basket, but it doesn't just stop there, ladies and gentlemen. No, 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 no. Because this fantasy, I'm going to invite another partner in to the boudoir. I need a good second driver. Someone that will consistently get on the podium. And who is Mr. Podium Consistency last season? Max Verstappen. At just 24.8 million. Every time his car let him finish the race, he podiumed. Apart from one race. I've mentioned it about 100 times so far. So let's get a more reliable car behind him. And I reckon this one-two punch is the way to go. Yes, I understand I've just spent over half my cash on two drivers with three spots to field and a team. But it's all about getting those points, BB, and I think I have a very good one-two punch. But I now need a solid midfield. Some guys that will finish above where they should consistently. Again, there's that word. Now, this is the reason I'm picking these drivers is for another reason altogether. Not really for the points, but I want them to finish above where they should be because then their stock goes up. They rise in value. I can then trade them in for better drivers as the season progresses. Now, I'm picking up my two Alpha Tower drivers, Sonoda and Gasly. Gasly had a great 2020 season also. Let's... Oh, come on. I can't mention the man's name without hearing that win. Just one more time. What did we just do? Pierre Gasly wins the Italian Grand Prix. Oh my, oh my. Is that just wonderful? Oh my God. What did you do? What did you do? You did Oh my God. Oh my God, guys. We did it again. Oh my God, yes. P1 care. P1. We just won the race. <laughs> and Sonoda is a freak. My little sushi roll is still not racist. I believe they will shatter expectations in the AlphaTauri. Now, they're not going to podium a lot of races. I do believe they, uh, Gasly may get one. One or two, maybe. 23 race season. I, I think it can happen. But I just want them to exceed expectations, go up in value. I can trade them in, then grab maybe a couple of McLaren boys that I think will do well and, and see what happens. That leaves me with a little bit of cash left over because I went with those two for the midfield. Now I'm going to go with George Russell for my fifth and final 
driver and I'll tell you why. Because you do get points when your driver out-qualifies his teammate. George Russell, Mr. Saturday. The man can drive when it comes to qualities. He will definitely out-qualify Latifi. All 23 races, I do predict. And I think he will score some points this season. Now, I know they scored nothing last year. Only one point the year before. But I reckon George Russell is going to be scoring some points this year. Also... He's only $6 million, it's a bit of a steal, and hopefully I can flip him for some more cash as well. Who knows, he may even get a drive or two in a Merc later in the season. So, if that happens, oof. <laughs> now, as far as the team, I was a little bit light on cash at this stage. But I may as well go with a team I have faith in, a team that I've picked my drivers for already, so I'm going to grab the AlphaTauri. But that's it. I don't think AlphaTauri are going to be top three, top four, maybe even top five. But I do think they'll be good enough. They're going to finish races. They're not going to crash out. They're going to put in the work. I think that's actually not a bad team. Now that is it. Spent most of my cash. Left with 2.3 million left. I'm going to take that cash. Go to the cast. Go to the casino. Put it all on red. See what happens. But I hope I can... Make some plays and progress nicely in this one. Let me know if you guys are doing F1 Fantasy this year. Send an invite my way. Let me know in the DMs. Would love to be a part of your league as well. See how, see how you fare against this pimp. Oh my. It's that time again. Grab me a tissue. I'm... I'm <laughs> I can't deal with this. I think you guys are the greatest people on the earth. The greatest, yes, you heard me. My fans, my day oneers, only 18 episodes in. You still count as a day oneer. And if you haven't listened to the previous 17 episodes, jump back! There's a bit of fun to be had. Talking all things Formula One on the Parking in My Fermate podcast, you can jump back. But I don't want you to miss out again, okay? Two episodes a week. Alright, I'm bringing it. We're going to change up the artwork around here too. We're going to make things a little more sexier. A little more schnazzy. So look down at that listening device. Hit that subscribe button. Maybe a follow button. I don't know where you're listening. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, more Overcast, Podcast Addict. We're everywhere, baby. So make sure you like, subscribe, all that jazz. DM me on the socials. Don't be shy. Don't you be shy. Say hi. Hold my hand. Bow. Give me a hug. Curtsy. Why is the curtsy not popular anymore? I want, if you ever see me in the streets, later on, when I'm big time and I'm at the events, and you see me, I want you to curtsy. Male or female, no discrimination here. I want a curtsy. I'll bow back and we'll do a jig. A little bit of a jig. But thanks again. Head over to the socials, Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Slide in the DMs. Give them a like. I post memes, they're pretty funny, I giggle to them, but of course, thank you always, 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 for listening. Thanks for listening.
Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.